is good to find gang gang i hope you've had an amazing weekend why am i sitting here at 12 16 past midnight with the giggles <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and start this week off with man crush monday i have an exciting lineup for you the rest of this week but i'll share that um towards the end go ahead start shuffling i did go ahead and clear the energy but I think some of you guys might be a little bit <laughs> weirded out by the um, Tibetan singing bowl. So, but I go ahead and just clear that because I want to make sure that it's high vibrational messages. That's very important to me. Um, also, while I'm doing this, I've decided I am not going to do any more of the toxic twin flame traits. Um, I had a chance to listen to the audiobook the science of getting rich and so i will be doing things a lot differently moving forward Ooh, there we go and so yeah let's just get straight into this so the um the card that came out is thought which is wisdom <laughs> you guys we pulled um the divine feminine wisdom on friday if I'm not mistaken, the, the divine feminine archetype for Friday was Metis, which is wisdom. And <laughs> I love it. So somehow this means that you two are mirroring each other. I love it. Okay, let me describe what he looks like. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I see abs, okay? Um, and the reason I'm only seeing like abs and he has like strong legs um, and he's holding a long, oh, I've seen this before, but I'm not sure what it's called. I saw it on the, the one with the acid and, and um, the, the, the one with, with the tragic love story in comedic, but it's a long pole. Um, I think the word starts with an S. I'm sure it's going to come up. But anyways, he has a neater on. And it, I want to say the head is a like a vulture head. Um, this is going to be interesting because this one um, on the Empress in Comedic um, Tarot, she has a golden vulture on her head. And we talked about the symbology of that one. Um we talked about how I was kind of curious about why the vulture would be on her head. But as I was thinking about it, I thought about how it moved differently than the eagle. But the thing about the vulture, as, as morbid as it might sound, right? <clears throat> like the eagle, it does ascend, you know, and it has a bird's eye view. It's kind of like going into the 5d and taking an overview of everything that's going on in its life and then it's paying attention to all of the the areas the dark spaces what is decaying what is negative and then it goes down and it just feeds off of it and like completely removes it until there's nothing left right? So it just kind of deals with that energy. Um, but in dealing with that energy, it gives it more strength and more power to move, to fly higher, faster, and more powerful, right? <clears throat> and it's always continually taking inventory of, of what's going on um, by taking an overview of what's going on in their, in their, in their world, 
right? So, and then he's holding a book. That has to be the Emerald Tablets, I'm pretty sure. I actually love the, um, I want to say the outfit for him, but he has across his chest, it's kind of like a gold-plated, I wouldn't say it's a necklace, but it's kind of like covering his chest, and it has gold and blue. Um, <laughs> if this was Saturday, I would say something, but um, the way that they have his costume, he has something covering his groin, and it's pretty large and long. Um, but on it, it has like blues and gold, um, and it's shielded, that area is shielded and protected. But when I tell you it is long, it goes all the way down to his ankles, right? Um, he has a bracelet on and he also, his feet are different. His feet are kind of like horse's feet. So let's go ahead and dig into the story of who this Toth guy is absolutely love that he's mirroring divine feminine with this energy in terms of the the wisdom okay what page is it on i cannot wait to be doing this like next year around this time because i will have gotten way more knowledge on how to work with these and it will evolve over time 127. Okay, so here's the story. Settle in, kids. Here we go. <laughs> it says, trust that you know what you know. Y'all, this really does feel like deja vu. I'm not even going to play with you. It feels like deja vu. So let's get into it. Because this is literally, I can just tell right off the bat, mirroring Metis from, from um, Friday. I'm not telling you to go there. I'm just saying, you know. All right, so discern and simplify all the opinions and information being directed at you. Equally at home, okay, so here's a story. Equally at home with uh, with their feet in the mud of the river or gracefully gliding among the clouds, Ebies are everywhere around the Blue Nile. The stately bird is the symbol of the wisest god in Egypt. Okay, so... That head is an Ibis, I-B-I-S. If you look up a picture of it, I'm pretty sure you're going to see that it kind of could look like a vulture, but the beak is longer. I'm pretty sure we're going to um, tap into what the Ibis means. There we go. <laughs> there it is. The regal Ibis-headed god Thoth ruled over scribes, learning, wisdom, and in later periods, mathematics. Oh, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. You are definitely going to want to um, tune in. One of the things I've added to my menu is um, um, I'm going to start reading from the book, The, the Science of Being Rich, the proven um, mental program to getting wealth. And the author um, presupposes that um, it's a mathematical formula right? Um, as we know, the most wonder, powerful words and invocations to use, he became a powerful, okay, as he knows the most powerful words and invocations to use, he became a powerful god of magic. It is he who told Isis what spell to use to resurrect her dead husband, Osiris, and he 
assisted her again with the words to remove the poison of her from her son Horus. Interesting. As the inventor of the alphabet, he is the patron of scribes, writers, and anyone who works with words. Remember, I think was it um, two Thursdays back we had the publish was for the entrepreneur. Wisdom in writing, wisdom in publishing, that has to be for someone. It says, like public speakers, um, Egyptians credit him as the author of any book on magic and invocation. Invocation has to be like summoning, right? The gods kind of a thing. Um, The cult of thought and his messages of regulation and balance crossed from Egypt and extended into into Greece. With knowledge comes wisdom. Mm. Those are two different things. Hmm. Thought is the god even other gods consult for counsel. Fittingly, his wife is Mayat. Awesome! I really like what I've read about the principles of my aunt. I'm getting familiar with her, so that would make sense because she is the goddess of wisdom, I guess, and he would be the god of wisdom. Cool. There's that... Whoa, you guys. That's that mirroring energy. Again. Oh! <gasps> Okay, but here it says, but she's the goddess of justice. Mm, I love that. So it says, fitting his wife is Mayat, the goddess of justice. So that was a correction. I was thinking of her of the goddesses of wisdom. But anyways, let me keep going here. And they have worked together in the justice system in Egypt and with the pharaoh in his court. Everyone has his or own source of wisdom within. Facts on facts on facts. We need to learn to trust that we know we know. Thoth teaches us that while we can seek counseling from others, our best resources often ourselves. This is beautiful just because... Um, if you did listen to the to Wednesday or to the Divine Feminine Metis, that one, the wording on it, I, if I'm being honest, I felt like we kind of struggled through it, but we definitely examined it and, and paid attention to the wording and, and how they expressed it. I think the message still came across. I feel like this information is a little bit smoother to get through, but it's definitely complimentary, right? It's definitely kind of like having chocolate cake, but then you have the um, chocolate covering with like the cherry on top. This is kind of how that feels, very complimentary to it. So it says, um, should you be learning something, seeking knowledge, studying in school, or undertaking exams, Thoth will be watching over you. His energy not only inspires you, but also gives you practical guidance in how to realize your dreams. When he appears, trust the wisdom inside yourself and go forward with your learning, feeling positive and confident. And one of the things I wanted to kind of, for me, 
my stance on this is I don't think, I think we're at a place where you don't have to invoke or call these other gods. When I talk about these archetypes, it's for you to understand that all of these qualities lie within you. And it's a matter of you unearthing it and having the mastery and craftsmanship to develop it, right? It's going to take a little bit of alchemy, transmutation, um, and what learning what it means to balance it, okay? Now, um, if you're hearing this message and haven't had a chance to hear the other one, and I'm not telling you to go over there, I'm just um, learning that um, people are going to drop in and get what they need and and keep it pushing. So one of the things that I thought was interesting when Wisdom came out last Friday, I thought, you know what, this is interesting that this is coming out, I feel, early in the game for this divine um, tribe, right? I've talked about how there's waves. So you have your first wave twin flames, your second wave twin flames, so on and so forth. And I feel that we are you know, kind of like in the subsequent waves. And we are taking notes from those who have gone before us. But the thing is, oh, there we go. There we go. I got it. Um, we're going to be moving faster and further um, through the energy than they did because they've broken a lot of barriers for her from for us. We've learned a lot of lessons from them. Um, and so um, we're going to be moving at a quicker pace. The, the thing that I thought was interesting with it coming up this early in the game for where we are compared to the first and second and third wave of of, divine, of twin flames and her divine fem, feminism masculines is to me, when I think of wisdom, I think it's something that you've acquired after 20 years, you know, or 30 years or after a long period of time and you've had the past experiences. But what is unique about understanding that you need to have wisdom early in the game is that you are understanding that there are lessons to be learned. You are starting to understand that not every person that comes into your life is your masculine or your feminine, right? Your your twin flame. You're learning that you are here to be of service to others, that you have a purpose. You are here to learn that you are here to further develop yourself, right? Um, and so that allows you to look at life differently. It's things like knowing that you need to understand your North Node. What is your rising star? And what does that mean for what you need to contribute to this earth, right? As opposed to those who've gone before us, it's kind of like, oh, yeah. You know, very difficult process of figuring out who I am and who he is and how we fit and what is your purpose, right? Now we have all of the tools with us. Another unique thing, too, I think, is that we're in a space, as I'm recording this, that a lot of people have resigned from their jobs or are on the verge of resigning. This is over the last 24 months. So last year and this year. Um, and I just want to make sure to also add here just a word of encouragement that listen the the game moving ahead is not about you exerting as much physical power and getting deep down and dirty and grimy and sacrificing as much as you did the, the first half this second half is about 
using the culmination of all your experiences and thinking how to work smarter, right? I can definitely say, like, for me, I've learned, like, man, I remember because I I do have Phoenix Rising placements, that means I've had to start over and over and over again from the ashes. But now I can lean into it because I will tell you, I had the dark night of the souls. (laughs) I was like, Lord, you mean to tell me everything I worked so hard for is gone? Like gone? Like just gone? I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to end up under a bridge. I'm going to have to go back to working at Victoria's Secret and working in the cafeteria. I'm going to have to have like three jobs. I don't think I can make it. And it's almost like that little voice in my head that, you know, was like divine source is like, of course, you're not going to make it. I didn't, I didn't set it up for you to work that way. I set it up for you to work smarter. And so here I am, what it took me, you know, 20 years of work experience. I'm going to be able to supersede in 12 months, you know, in 24 months, listen, this podcast will be, I'll be living my best life on a yacht somewhere, <laughs> right? It's about working smarter. What I love here too, I'm going to go ahead and say it. On this card, he has the Emerald, the Emerald tablets. I was talking about how we have our um, first, second, and third wave twin flames that are ahead of us that are coupled that are in union that um are championing the efforts right um and it makes it so much easier for us because we have something to to compare it to right we're going to do our own thing but we kind of have something to work with and so when i look at the emerald tablets it's like everything has been written to make things easier for us I think that one of the things I love about, you guys know I grew up Christian and Orthodox, so they taught us how to drill down into stuff. But now that I've broken out of it, I can see the beauty for what it is in those messages, right? And some of those messages are things that I don't think we have to repeat. Like, for example, when they talk about um, the Exodus, that's one of my favorite stories, right? Um, And how they were delivered. Well, part of the the thing is you have to ask yourself, why did it take 400 years for people who were very strong and very smart to wait for someone? Well, it's things like, well, you know, Moses had to deliver himself before he could help anyone else, which actually I'm going to give you a sneak peek. If um, when you join me for the science of getting rich, the proven mental program, it's that same element. The um, writer, I believe his name is Wallace Walker, says, and, and it's and it's a game changer. I'm going to tell you, it's going to really turn you upside down. Um, but he says, no more like sacrificing to help other people. The best thing you can do is help yourself. What? <laughs> what? Baby, let me tell you, you definitely going to want to tune in for that one. I'm going to start reading it on Thursdays. There's 17 chapters. It is a game changer. The science of getting rich. The best thing you can do is get rich for yourself. 
to make sure that all of your needs are taken care of so that you're not a burden on society. And yeah, I know that that can trigger some people. Um, let me see what else is in here. Now it does say, and, and part of what they also talked about in the science of getting rich is you don't examine or investigate toxic things or low vibrational things. You So I know it's a game changer. It's a little bit different. I want to say this in contrast to all of the other um, readings that are out there for twin flames. They talk about, you know, things like um, he's stuck or he needs your help or there's no communication or he needs your support. Those are lower vibrational masculines. I'm going to even I've said it before. I don't believe those are divine masculines. I think that they're they're giving divine masculines a very bad name. So, but as we're moving forward, we're going to concentrate on the higher frequency things. That's what we're going to investigate. That's what we're going to focus on. That's where our energy is going to lie. So, here I think what is so nice, I'm going to go ahead and say it too. I'm going to just weave it in there, but divine feminine and divine masculine, it's going to be important for you to be wise in love, in your body, your well-being, your health, and wise in your soul and your spiritual journey. We're talking about um, a sacred union um, and what it means for eternal bliss. And for there to be eternal bliss, both of you need to be wise in these areas. I think that I can say from a high vibrational standpoint, we are having a lot of conversations between the genders, but use that opportunity to be wise and to learn about the divine masculine archetype. And divine masculines use this time to find out, to be wise about the divine feminine archetype. You don't necessarily have to go through all of the negative things that our, our parents went through and our grandparents went through and the first wave and second and third wave twin flames that were in union went through we can look at their past experiences we can explore the different archetypes and in doing so we can make a determination of what where we're at and what we want i'm going to close out with this um i want to just remind you that the um, the the lunar eclipse that we just had on November nineteenth, I believe, um, and is going to be with us and all the way through through March. And that energy is forcing you to revisit what you value. I'm going to go ahead and also tell you, I'm going to do a recording tonight about the solar eclipse that's coming up in Sagittarius, I believe. Um, and and there will be a little bit of chaos and turbulence, but pay attention to how you handle it. Um, 
understand that that's there because there's some things that need to be purged. But at the end of the day, the, the themes that are coming through between now and March are forcing you to look at what you value for um, your work relationships, believe it or not, how you make your money, love, commitments, family, possessions, health, fitness, There's so many books out there on giving you guidance on how to make those determinations and values. You know, I'm going to I'm going to try to see if I can. It came to my mind so I'm going to try to to work with it. Long story short, I was looking at the difference between the beta, I mean no, between the alpha female and the um, omega female. And the diff- one of the key differences between the alpha female and the omega female is that the, f- the alpha female is more driven by external um, need and societal values placed on achievements and possessions, right? Whereas the omega female, her values and the reason she does things is more based intrinsically based off of her values, Right, so they can still both be wearing the Versace. They can both have the vineyards and the real estate and the Bentley and the, you know, thousand thread linen sheets and, you know, running their business successfully. But what it comes down to is, what are your intrinsic core values? And that's what Divine Source has set up the energy for you to, to work with. I'm going to encourage you to do the inner work. It is absolutely going to pay off. Okay, another tool that's going to be helpful to you is um, understanding your North Node placement. There's wisdom in that, right? There's a science to that. It's mathematical. Oh, this was nice, though. Just short, sweet, and to the point. So I'm going to sign off. going to charge you with health, with wealth. No. (laughs) I'm going to charge you with love, with high vibrational love. I'm going to charge you with love of your life. The love of your life is you, boo. So show up for yourself. Going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. I'm talking about all the things that we don't talk about behind the scenes of being a divine feminine and being a divine masculine and going into twin flame union. What it means to manifest in the 3D. I don't want us to be so heavenly good that we're we're so heavenly that we're no earthly good we have got to be able to manifest high vibrational things in the 3d in abundance and prosperity you're definitely gonna want to check out when i start reading the, the science of getting rich trust me on that one it's a game changer it will change your life and i will be reading that every thursday um and and we can delve into why i'm so excited with some of the things i'm saying here but going to charge you with health okay with wealth with wisdom and prosperity know that i love each and every one of you and that i am rooting for you and i also want to say this it is now in the quiet in the downtime in the still time that we 
we come up with the master plan and we do all the research and we do the visualizations and we take the action so that when the next harvest comes around, we have results. Okay. I don't want you to, to be listening to me 12 months from now and you haven't had any progress financially or in love or in communication or self-awareness or self-love. I don't want any of you to be left behind. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to sign off and stay tuned. We have an exciting week ahead. All right, until the next podcast, peace. <laughs>